The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. that up right now gonna say it at the beginning of every podcast from here on out because i love that yes farmers unite i have a fellow farmer with me here tonight his name is taylor case t case is loaded on twitter he uh does a little podcast called join the ranks over for dynasty guru writes for the dynasty guru just dropped a little bit on the sp streamer he's getting him getting himself out there staying up too late watching minor league baseball he's a pacific coast boy so he definitely, he's like, if you're, you're getting up for your 6am, he's just closing the computer. I guarantee it. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing tonight? Doing really well, man. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be up, you know, somebody else who's willing to be up late with me, watch some games, just talk about, you know, anything baseball right now. I'm a, I'm a little bit, uh, overwhelmed with all of the baseball content right now. I'll be totally honest but I'm always down to just hop on and chat. So thanks for having me, man. Of course. I, I totally agree with the, with the overwhelmness. I was talking with Patton last week and we were just like, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of minor league games. They can, it's like, I don't, I mean, I guess we would have had, we wouldn't have had short season for a while, but it definitely feels like, uh, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot to follow. There's a lot of good stuff happening. Um, a lot of insane performances, a lot of, terrible performances frankly that are you know i don't know i'm, I'm like all the leaderboards right now because it's a lot of randoms that are just having hot starts that i'm like is this a guy and then you look and you're like oh no no he's so far from a guy so far um i don't know i don't know who he is i don't even know who he is it's like yeah gotta gotta let some time uh elapse before we get some uh some real standout performances but uh but yeah i mean i've been i've been watching a lot of minor leagues been watching a lot of uh major leagues as well which has been i don't know it's just baseball all the time it's uh it's really not is. a bad, not a bad thing. It's not a bad no. thing, and we are no. we're, we're on the eve of uh, depending depending on the website that you uh, prefer. We're on the eve of the number one prospect in baseball coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow we got we got Kellenic. Yeah, he's number one over there at Prospects Live. They uh, they made the move up. Uh, he's uh, let's see, Prospects three sixty five had him third in the beginning of their the year. They actually moved Julio Rodriguez to number one. Didn't Fantrax or didn't uh, didn't Eric Cross have Kelnick number one as well too? 
I can't confirm that, but that's other. it's very on brand. I would if, yeah. <laughs> if I would, it wouldn't shock me at all if Galenic yeah. was uh, was was Cross's number one overall prospect. Nope. Uh, not in the least. I don't even, I mean, I feel like, I don't know what he does to actually make money. If it's, if it is fan tracks, that's fantastic. Cause then he can just watch Kellenic tomorrow, but mm. that dude's got to have cleared the, the schedule, man. Like call the babysitters. <laughs> it's just, you know, like I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching Kellenic. And then on top of that, we get, uh, we get Logan Gilbert. It's going to be a hell of a day. I'm yeah. I, what time is the game? I should, uh, I should know this, but I don't know when the game, no, whenever it is. Right. I've got, uh, I'm, that's a, tomorrow's a work from home day, uh, which is, uh, translates to a not work and just watch baseball all day and then kind of plop my kid down on the couch next to me and mm-hmm. I'll be watching a lot of rookies make their debuts tomorrow. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It looks like we got a standard time for you. So seven ten tomorrow night Perfect. and, uh, Gilbert Perfect. gets, uh, Arguably, I mean, they're 20 and 14 somehow, but he gets a patty cake. Cleveland? Uh, yeah, Cleveland. Wow. I'm looking at it right now. That's one of those things where you're like, that's shocking you, to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sample size type of situation, right? Like it's, if you were to go and you were to look at, you know, some of the top scoring offenses right now, you'd be like, oh, who's really like killing it out there? Who's like really putting up a lot of runs in the major leagues? Uh, my buddy asked me this the other day. It took me about a hundred years to actually guess Arizona uh, being one of the top performing, you know, run producing offenses right now. And I was like, who, who do they have? Yeah, no, they're sneaky good. Yeah. They, it's I don't, just one I don't of, like it. <laughs> I don't like when Arizona is sneaky good, but they are. Well, they're getting a bunch of random stuff from Bumgarner right now. That's out of control. I mean, <sighs> uh, yeah. Pour one out, pour one out for Zach Gallon today. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I luckily don't have him on a roster in maybe one or two leagues, but damn, it's just been a roller coaster so far for him. It sucks. Was it, what was it? Something like a UCL sprain today? It was, it was one of those, like, you know, when you're lying and when you're lying, you get very, very specific. It gets very specific indeed. And it was one of those things where I read the note on Zach Gallon and I was like, all right, let's check it out. My buddy texted me. He was like, Zach Gallon, eh? And I was like, well, this either means that like, I don't, like this, this really could only mean that like the game was moved up and I missed it and he pitched a perfect game or that he has gone injured. And um, let's face it. That text is almost always bad though. So I know, especially when you don't, and you're the guy who owns the yeah, guy and it's right. the pitcher, but yeah. So here was the quote from uh, Lovulo, a minor, this is just ridiculous to me. Mm, a minor a sprain. Start. Yeah. A minor sprain of one section of the UCL. Mm, mm. At least the other sections are okay. Oh, the <laughs> other sections are fine. He's going to rehab that one. Right. Uh, rub a little CBD on it, and it should be fine. I'm thinking it'll be fine, frankly. But I just, uh, yeah, he said the team is expected to reassess in a couple weeks. Early test results suggest surgery will not be necessary. Which, of course, is just like, uh, who knows, man. But anytime there's UCL, I just don't like, I, I thought the UCL was one thing. Who, what do I know? And it turns out there's kids. We don't know. We don't know quadrants. anything, man. Yeah, no. we don't know anything. We're not doctors. I spent the whole offseason thinking that that the other shoe was going to drop on Denelson Lamette. And, and here he is. Here he is. Pitching. Yeah. What the heck? I, like, I don't know. I don't know anything. So. All right. All right. Dickie didn't even have a UCL. So 
Don't don't eat anything. Up is down tonight on the On the Farm podcast. Left is right. Starboard is port. If that's what you're doing, is that are those opposites? Uh, yeah, those are sailing terms. Uh, <laughs> no, I know, I know that. I just, I just am not very familiar with them. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Star, starboard is right. Port okay. is left. Um, why do they? Why it? Why? That's a different topic, but it, it is. But, but let's let's spend a minute on that while we're here. Okay. I feel yeah. like uh, I I I was a sailing instructor at a summer camp uh, when I was growing up. Wow, you are worldly. I mean, it was a tiny lake, but I could have taken that boat anywhere. Um, and uh, just tiny little like day sailors that really were just bathtubs. And um, I have I have no idea. This was something that was frequently like, why did we come up with? Because uh, it's like left and right or not. What would that have been fine? I guess. And I, not I hard words, you know. Yeah, I mean, it probably has something to do. I like. I want to say it would have something to do with racing, but it's not like sailboating started because of racing it started because we needed to get out of wherever we were um i i got nothing man it really and it's and they're also they're very i mean they have their two syllables so they're very different but yeah anybody out there listening if you know hit me up let me know yeah yeah i'd like to know (laughs) get at one of us on twitter about why starboard import exists what is the etymology there uh what's the symbology there um all the things. Cause I, I have no idea, but I can tell you that sailing is one of those things where it's like, Oh uh, yeah, we understand that uh, a bunch of language came before us. We're going to rename everything. This rope, not a rope, calling it a sheet. This we're gonna, like, they just, it's every single thing in the sailing world has its own name and it's not, it's not, doesn't relate to anything else, but sailing. Sheet. Is that what you said? That's a sheet. Yeah. So like, a yeah, rope is a sheet. A rope is a sheet. So all the things you pull in and out, you're, you're pulling in sheets, you're letting out sheets. <sighs> Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> sounds sounds like a bunch of words made up by a bunch of dudes stuck on a boat together with nowhere to go and a lot of beer. Yeah. A lot of grog. A lot of grog. Yeah, a lot of grog. <laughs> so uh this see, is a baseball podcast. This is a this is a baseball <laughs> podcast focusing on the minor league. Uh and we are going to transition this by saying we're we're pushing a couple of these prospects out to sea, seeing if they can float. Um, we have had a chance to, uh, to, to check out a little bit of Mr. Logan Gilbert. Uh, I, I dug in on him, uh, last year as well, sort of going back to starts from 2019 to see what I could see. Um, I know that, I mean, Seattle has had a heck of a time, um, with a lot of their, and I mean, in that in a positive way, uh, a lot of their pitching prospects, just continuing to progress, you know, like taking the stuff that they do good and, and making it even better or that they do well and making it even better. Uh, and so, yeah, you, uh, did you, have you been watching some, did you watch Logan Gilbert start this, uh, this year so far? Have you watched a little bit of him recently? I did. I watched, I think I caught all of it. I can give a pitch five innings, but they were five great innings. And I, I was telling you before that was the game he was pitching against Mackenzie Gore and up until I think the fourth or fifth inning, it, it really looked like if you were just following the stat line, right. It might've looked like Gilbert was getting out pitched by Gore, but he wasn't. I mean, he was, he was painting. He was throwing, he was throwing fastballs where he needed the cues. Had every, he had almost everybody on the Chihuahuas off balance. Um, 
just moving back and forth between his curveball and, his, and, and a high fastball that people were just, I mean, it was just whiff city all night. It, it, it honestly was beautiful to watch because it wasn't just like, like, I know he's got, I know he's got good stuff, but the fact like that he had so many people guessing at what was being thrown, it's just, he's just seems like he's got really good instincts for a pitcher. I mean, I'm, of course I'm watching on, what's a pretty good camera for a minor league game in my opinion, but, and I'm, I'm not there in person, but yeah, man, he looked really good. Yeah. I mean, we got, you know, he's, he's got a diverse pitch mix. He's got the fastball with, with movement and velocity. He's got the slider. He's got the curveball. He's got the change. Uh, he's got the command. And that really, that really for me is what sort of brings it all together. That takes him to, I mean, arguably, I think I think this is this is certainly up for debate, right? I think it's one of the topics out there. You know, right now, if you ask who's the top prospect in baseball, I think you pretty much are getting three answers, and maybe you're getting a fourth answer in there for somebody who wants to make some waves, if you will, you know, uh, come about into the wind, as it were. And um, yeah, that's right, babe. We're going all night it. with the sailing <laughs> stuff. We're going all night with it. <laughs> oh man. I can't, oh, I got so much, I had so much sailing terminology to drop tonight. Dude. Let's go. All right. I'm amped up now. I'm, ooh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, I think, I think someone out there could probably, could probably say something like, oh, CJ Abrams is the number one prospect in baseball for this reason or whatever. Like you could, you could make some sort of argument. But generally speaking, you're going to get Wander or Julio or, uh, or Kellenic. Right. For, for the pitching prospect, you know, you mentioned Gore. Gore. Well, what did you, what did you see when you, when you watch Gore? Cause like you said, I mean, it reminded me like we, we spoke a little bit before we started recording, but it, from what I, you said, it reminds me of Mitch Keller's last start in the major leagues where he, if you just were watching it on game day, he would have have appeared to be mowing down the reds in actuality. He was getting so lucky. And the Reds were just <laughs> swinging at bad first and second pitches like this. I mean, he had a six pitch first inning. Anyway, Mitch Ke- Mitch Mitch Keller is a podcast for. I would actually like to uh, to to talk about him on Dynasty divorces. I think that'd be a great topic. Mitch Keller, yeah. maybe maybe you divorced yeah. him last year, but anyway, oh, uh, at least for last year, it's been at least a year. I did separated. my. I did my toe back in this week in one of my head to heads. Cause he had that semi decent start against San Diego. Oh yeah. I'm, I, I can't, I can't, yeah. I couldn't not. And as you know, it's like, I have, I am on Mondays in head to head leagues. I'm just like, yeah, are you, did you, did, <laughs> did you wake up this morning? You could start for me. I'll figure it all out towards the end of the week. Not a problem. And then of course I get like German Marquez or, or, or oh, Mitch yeah. Keller just just laying laying an egg, and then yeah, I actually looked up the uh, <clears throat> I looked up the innings in my in my head to head league, right? Like how many, just like the total stats uh, yeah. accrued for the whole year, and because of all the blowups, I have already pitched seventy more innings than the next person, uh, and because oh, I'm no. in the top, I've just had to stream, and I've had to like I I streamed yeah. Matt I streamed Matt Harvey last week. Ooh, yeah, I thought he did okay last week. He did. He yeah. did. I yeah. dropped him immediately, <laughs> like hot yeah. fire. But well, that's um, probably good. Yeah. But anyway, we're gonna reel this one back in. Uh, yeah. Mackenzie. <clears throat> Mackenzie Gore. Mackenzie Gore. And, and you're a pods guy, so so this is near and dear to your heart. So give me all your takes on Mackenzie Gore right now. Well, so I, I don't think based on 
you know, a couple innings that I would, I, I wouldn't say, and I'm not saying this is what you're saying either. I wouldn't say Gilbert is, has jumped Gore. Right. But I think, I still think Gore is up, you know, top 10 prospect status. Uh, cause, cause we've seen him for a long time actually have the command, have four different pitches that he can command like that's already set there. And I'm, I'm, he can get back to that, I think. But then this last game, what I was saying to you earlier was that we didn't, you didn't know if he was going <laughs> to, if he was going to paint something on the black and, and just to have this, just if the pitch was going to be perfect or if he was going to trip and spike something into the dirt, it felt like that the whole game to me. So I was just kind of, it was just pins and needles, touch and go. And you kind of got the sense because it all fell apart eventually in the fifth inning. Um, it, that's kind of what it felt like as it was falling apart in the fifth inning. I realized that's kind of how I was feeling the whole game. He just, he, he started, he was attacking guys right in the beginning of the game. I, I thought he actually, he might've had a pretty good first inning. We got a couple notes over here. It was a lot of first pitch strikes. And then maybe the third, halfway through the third, fourth, fifth, um, it was just three ball count after three ball count after three ball count couple, you know, I think he had three or four walks, three strikeouts, but he just, he, he's not feeling it. There's look, there's good movement on his fastball. There's good movement on his pitches, but I don't think right now he, he's, he's not really that locked into where it's going. And I think maybe you and I are the same. That control and command is in my opinion, the basis like my first stat I hone in on if I'm looking at a pitcher, a young pitcher. And it's something he's going to have to work out because I know that stuff's there. We've known it's there, been there for a long time. He's been a, a top prospect for a long time. And I still think he's going to be extremely good, above average tools across the board. But man, I still think he needs a couple starts, maybe three. I, I, don't, I don't know, maybe half a dozen starts before he comes back, comes up and makes his debut. Yeah, I mean, it's. I was I was thinking about these two guys today, and thinking about uh, Daniel Lynch, you know, and his uh, his struggles early on so far. And I mean, it's it's certainly an aggressive promotion for him uh, out of high age sure. to the majors with the with the year off. And he's got the stuff too, right? I mean, he's got the he's got the fastball. Um, and he's got some secondary stuff, and the changeup actually looked. Actually, I, I wanted to. I was I was contemplating trading him in a in my twelve teamer. That's like a pseudo dynasty. It's not deep at all. So if if people don't come up and, and really light the world on fire, you gotta usually offload him to someone who's either either has roster space or is rebuilding maybe potentially. And that's okay. and it's, it's early for that sort of stuff. Anyway, I did ended up I did end up trading him today. But I wanted to like I went back and looked at I watched that start a little bit. I was like, well, what actually happened? Because it's going to take me about 30 seconds to watch the star because it was two outs. Um, so, like, is, is there anything that I can, you know, I could glean from, from, did he actually just get annihilated? Is he not ready? Or is there more to the story? And, I mean, it was a bit of a mixed bag. And all of this is really to say, and I, the, the, the pitcher then who is currently pitching right now, he might actually be out of the game. I have to double check that right now. But, um that's reminding me to, I'm very impatient when it comes to fantasy baseball. It's one of my issues. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why, frankly, I am terrible at Roto leagues and, and avoid them because I just can't, I can't, 
I can't deal with this idea that I, that I, I can't just drop everything and, and change all my strategy and like trade all my players and get new players in and then immediately be reaping the rewards of all those changes that I have to just like sit there and let the stats accrue for the whole year. So I'm very impatient. So, um, I, before, before you go any further, I, yeah. I I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy head to head leagues. I ha- I love, I enjoy, uh, points leagues. I think they're just fun. There's a certain gratification and ability to just turn over, like turn the page. And, uh, I, don't know, I think it's fun. I mean, the up and down of Roto, it seems to be, it seems to be still like overwhelmingly the most popular take here, but, or, or in, in the fantasy baseball community, but I'm with you, man. I like head to head. Yeah. I, I, I was in a, I, I, you know, I've gotten in, in one of the Roto leagues that I'm in and I'm only in one. Uh, I, I traded a bunch of, a bunch of farm hands for, for a go for it package. And I came one point away from winning and, you know, the last like week was incredible and watching the stats and all that but I just sort of feel like I get that every single week with head to head, you know, like I really yeah. get, I get a mini roto season granted versus one, one, one team, which, you know, brings in a lot of weirdness, but yeah. I, and I, I recently dipped my toe in the last couple of years into points leagues as well. And I, what I like about points leagues is that you can account for whatever you want to account for. There isn't, Oh, we just play five by five or we just play six by six. or we just play on base. Like you can just be like, no, everything you do well and poorly, you can, uh, there, there can be some accountability. Like I, there's a right. no hitter boost in one of the points right. leagues that I'm in. And it has been impactful uh, this year to say the least yeah. with all the no hitters. So <clears throat> yeah. You see everything immediately in the point in the points league. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Absolutely. Like you don't have to wait for, yeah, you don't have to wait for like this guy's average to very slowly tick up your overall average for the, you know, cause the first two months or whatever, things didn't go well. Um, but to, to the, to the point about patience, the, and he is out of the game tonight, but, uh, but Julio Urias, I feel like is someone that I want, I want to keep the model of Julio Urias. I think it's easy for everyone out there, myself included, to be like, oh, it's the Dodgers. They're babying him. They're holding him back. It's just Dodgeritis stuff. And I mean, to a certain extent, that's true. Yeah. To another extent, it can just take guys four years to figure it all out. Yeah. You know, and like there was a, there was a, there was an Eno Saris tweet today about Julio Urias. Um, and about how his curveball is like one of the best curveballs in baseball right now. And how he used to just be like, he came up and he had all the acclaim because of the changeup and because of a fastball changeup combination and a lot of, you know, a lot of solid control in the young minors. But I guess, you know, it's been a long time for us to, to actually start realizing how good Julio Urias is for, for not for us, but for him to actually realize it for us to reap the rewards or pay for it in other ways. Right. So, and that's sort of like, you know, and yeah, I think about Lynch debuting and how that has not gone well. Luckily for him, they did move his next start to against Detroit. He doesn't have to face the White Sox ooh, in fancy. in in Chicago again, which ooh, that could have devastated his uh, his psyche for some time. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really, it really, it really could have been bad. bad. Like, yeah, like oh well, why don't you give him a Triple A team to to pitch against? Uh, so anyway, you know that's and that's sort of. I, I really, I know we've been spoiled by a lot of prospects coming up and being super good. Not that many pitchers, you know what I mean? Like Casey Mize right now, he's doing okay. But today was the first start 
that he went more than six, that he went six innings at home, period, full stop, end of sentence. Like, really? Yeah. He, he's just, uh, I may have to temper that with this year because uh, I was watching the broadcast today, but. <clears throat> he may have, he, he may have one or two quality starts this year. I think. Yeah. I think I have him in, in one of my Roto leagues. Yeah, this was a quality start league. So yeah, this was something about him actually being like in Comerica Park and and that hadn't happened yet. Okay, I got you. Yeah, but anyway, like it just can really take pitchers a a long time to find themselves, to discover new pitches, to find the command, to get healthy. And so I don't know. Urias is a good example, I think, because I feel like we've been talking about him for a long time. He's only twenty four years old. Just crazy. I mean, but he's been around for six years. I, I always think about somebody like, and I, maybe I'm overstating this, but I feel like it took Tyler Glass now a long time before, you know, he kind of became who, you know, who Tyler Glass now is now, right? And I, it's tough with guys like, it, it's, well, I'm with you. It's tough to be patient in general. It's tough with somebody like Gore because he's propped, he's been propped up for so long, especially as a Padre fan. Right, you're just like you. I'm watching him, and it's just like this sinking feeling. But I know I have to. I know I just have to be patient. I, you know, they're gonna baby him a little bit. They're gonna baby guys like Urias a little bit. They're gonna, you know, these guys that they know have this incredible potential. It's just maybe it's just gonna take a while before we get there. I mean, and maybe it never stops. We saw today with like with with Blake Snell, right? I mean, they still baby him a little bit. You know, they've been doing that for a long time. Who knows? Who knows if if the, if and when that stops? I still still be impatient with Gore. Yeah, I think every I think everybody should be. But yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. And he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't have like. He does live with the arsenal, uh, and he lives with sort of the command. Uh, definitely the control, but the the command as well. I mean, historically, uh, he's he's been a very good pitcher when it comes to that. But he doesn't. He's not like a you know, and he generates a heck of a lot of whiffs in the minor leagues. Uh, he just isn't, it's, it's like a, it's not a blow you away type of uh, type of arsenal. It's more of a like pick you apart type of arsenal. Uh, if that sort of makes, makes sense. And that to me, and there could be more velocity to be gained, right. He's still quite sure. young and we're seeing more and more guys gain velocity later in their careers than we ever have. Yeah, <clears throat> which is probably a testament to just general biomechanical changes, understandings, all the things that I don't have access to um, because I'm just a sailor. But um... <laughs> there's your title right there. <laughs> I'm just a sailor. That's just me. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's 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 weird when like consensus for like consensus last year for Gore was that yeah, well, he's going to come up, he's going to come up, and it's like. Where, where did that come from? Padres didn't say that Padres didn't have, you know what no. I mean? Like it's, it's the, the, the effect that the Twitter sphere can have on the fans expectations and then how that can sort of bleed out is, I don't know. It's, I, I guess that that's really what I, what I, the overall thing that I want to say is just be very patient on 22 year old pitchers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> be very patient. And I mean, you're seeing it like seeing with Sixto Sanchez, uh, you know, it took yeah. him, it took him quite a bit and he's, he's, he's still injured right now and hasn't, hasn't had a chance to really uh, make his way, but it's going to take a while for that to come together. Uh, yeah. Dustin Dust may, 
you know, may his UCL rest in peace. Um, Heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, I definitely, it was, it was pretty awesome to see him really start to put it all together and learn how to control the insane stuff he has. Cause I remember looking at his numbers being like, why doesn't, why does it, why is he not getting swings and misses? Yeah. Like I can see the pitches. They don't make sense. <laughs> but he's but he's not there like he's not generating swings and misses like i don't yeah too much horizontal movement yeah i think yeah and i guess we i guess if i had taken a step back a little bit i could have thought like because because he was really he was I, I thought he was gonna break out a little bit this year like after watching a pitch you know i don't know the first couple i he, he did have one blow up in there but i guess if i had in the off season if i had just stepped back away from <laughs> like getting like stuck on the numbers i could have said to myself like he plays for the dodgers somebody's going to talk to him about getting more whiffs and locating his pitches better right um ah, that's too bad we don't get to see any more of it this year but yeah it's amazing what's happened to the dodgers dude it's incredible i i mean i i was talking just in the sense of like oh it's gonna be the greatest team of all time this might be the greatest team we ever see yeah <laughs> and uh the baseball gods definitely heard every every person who said that they heard every tweet that was written about it they heard every vegas bet laid down yep. they had a tough time after the i think it was the padres came back and and won on sunday that sunday night game right they had a they've had a tough stretch since then i don't although i don't know in the last week how they've how they've done but they they went on a two and eight run there and i i can't think of another time I can't, I honestly can't think of a time the Dodgers have gone two and eight in a 10 game stretch. They're just not that team. They'll turn it or obviously they'll turn it around. I think they still have the best chance to win the division, but yeah. Yeah. Especially with everything going on with the, with, um, you know, COVID and yeah. the Padres right now, that's brutal. So yeah, it just, and it's like an avalanche. It just starts slow and mm-hmm. then out of control. Same thing with the Yanks yeah. right now. No, every time, every time you think, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, although it's hard for me to know what to believe with, with all of this right now, I feel like we're getting flashes on Twitter of like 15 people have COVID. And it's like, oh, wait, actually, it's just one. It's just one guy has it. So I, I don't know. I don't really yeah. know what to believe unless I, I hear it from a coach, like unless I hear a coach say it on an interview. Um, I don't know what to believe, but. Yeah, man. Every time you you feel like you're taking a step forward, there's two steps back, and COVID reminds you that it's still uh, in charge. Yeah, <laughs> a- absolutely is. Absolutely is, man. Um, well, all right. Well, let me, let's 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 try to talk a little turkey about expectations for Gilbert then. Um, and because I I feel like right now, sort of like you said, we're you know the Padres are really gonna until until Gore forces the issue. Right. And I mean, he has he has an opportunity this year to force the issue because there's minor league games and it's not just alternate training site stuff until he really forces the issue. And also they need it up top. You know, Gore is probably going to be down. I think there's well, it's been one start, so let's not get too crazy. But the idea that he might spend almost all the year down in AAA this year and potentially not even come up is not out of the realm of possibility. Doesn't Um, seem like it. Yeah, like they, you know. As long as they're playing well, as long as Darvish, Snell, and uh, Musgrove are healthy, right? As long as Weathers is there to take to to tackle some innings, and as long as Lamette's healthy too, I mean, 
paddock too. Should I even, I even say paddock. Um, yeah. They're not going to rush him. Sure. Doesn't seem like they're going to rush him. Gilbert though. Yeah, man, I'm to go, to move on to him. I'm, I'm really excited to watch him pitch uh, just like I said, after watching him go last week, expectations, they're never super high, I guess. Not like, or maybe matchup dependent in uh you know if regardless of your league right like this week i know the i know the uh cleveland baseball team they're 20 i think you said they were 20 and 14 yeah but i don't think they're i don't i don't feel like they're a 20 and 14 team i feel like they're a way below average wrc plus kind of team last i checked it was like 85 or something like that (laughs) Um, 86 yeah Yeah, i think it's i think it might be 86 that's pretty low uh, I don't know. Is it, is it a home game for Gilbert? Uh, let's see. I believe it is. Yeah, I think Cleveland. I guess is, if they're uh, playing at seven o'clock, they've got it's got to. Yeah, be a, yeah, yeah. It's a, Pacific, game. it's a Pacific game. Yep. I mean, I got to think he's going to be pretty pumped. That everybody is going to be pretty pumped. Home game with Kelnick Gilbert. Uh, I picked him up in like a in a free for all ESPN league, and I'm I'm I I slotted him in immediately. More just because I like I, I love to take risks on on these guys that come up and see see what happens, right? Yeah. The rest of the season, though, I I I don't know. It's somewhere in between a four and a four five ERA, which actually is not gonna kill you anymore with a decent amount of strikeouts. Yeah, I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah, maybe no, I'm, I'm, maybe, I'm not, maybe I'm being too hard on him. Maybe I mean I, he definitely could be better than that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think you know the the stuff in the 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 stuff in the command should play. We'll see how he can like handle his emotions. I guess maybe, uh, and I'm not so sure if MLB.com is updated, but it looks like maybe he doesn't actually start tomorrow. They have flex enlisted right now, but they have no one listed Friday. So maybe, maybe, maybe. There, I'm getting I'm getting bad Twitter information again. That could be the case again. It could be, but of course, (laughs) they could also be like, "Hey, Chris Flex is your pitcher tomorrow. No one cares." Um, <laughs> sorry. Thanks for coming well. back. Thanks. Thanks for coming back from overseas to pitch for us. Um, but we have all these other guys we're really more excited about. Um, no one would say that to Chris Lexon other than me, but that's why I don't run any major league baseball teams. All I do just is sail boats. Man. I just sail boats. You took my line. I was going to say it. <laughs> man. Oh man. I farm, I sail boats and you know, enjoy a brew that's that's really all that's really all you can do so yeah we'll we'll see when when gilbert actually pitches but it will be against cleveland because they're starting the series um and that yeah yeah cleveland who knows i haven't checked into their schedule i did you know famously before this year i did say famously that's probably aggressive um clandestinely and and with no one listening i did (laughs) people have to be paying attention if it's famously what yeah Yeah, okay so so. what did you do famously i want to hear (laughs) yeah uh i I said that cleveland could uh could could win the division um because i just good start (laughs) I, i mean minnesota's right now is just i mean they can't figure out how to play baseball at all i mean minnesota is 12 and 22 not not oh my god i didn't even realize they were that that bad yes and they they just they got annihilated today again uh, by the white Sox, 13 to 8 the bullpen is blowing like lead after lead they can't figure out who's going to close games they can't frankly even get to that point 
And I mean, they're this is the the twins are the twins are twelve and twenty two with Nelson Cruz having an incredible season, doing just fine, nine home runs, blasting home runs. Jose Barrios having one of his best starts to to any season that he's done so far, which is great. Thank yep. thank goodness it's starting to happen. I really hope it continues to happen because I've traded for him mm-hmm. a couple places. Um, nice. Let's see, Buxton. Like he's he's injured now, but he produced incredible stuff. I mean, he, he was the best player in baseball rate wise while he was playing. Um, you know, like they 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 haven't gotten nothing from Josh Donaldson. Even he's like it's. I don't know. It's it's very it's crazy that they are they are this bad. And I mean, it really comes down to pitching and bullpen, both things. Because um, it's. But anyway, so the Twins are no threat right now. No, the whites, the White Sox are, 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 you know, they're, they're beating Cleveland, but of course they've, they've taken in the teeth with injuries. Um, and we'll see how long like Dylan Cease can continue to do what he's doing and how much they can sustain this through the, you know, through the season. Cause yeah, the, the Robert injury just sucks for everyone, including all of Chicago. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but you know, I, I mean, is your mean is, is Mercedes going to hit 1700 the whole year? Like probably not. <laughs> Um, I thought he had already kind of tapered off a little bit. He had a little bit. They, they had to do a tour in the National League, and I think that screwed up everyone's flow because um, they didn't. Yeah. They were like, "Well, you can't play in the field. You can't do that." Um, so, <laughs> uh, he's still bad. He's still bad in three seventy six. I should go easy on him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was like a, <laughs> it, was an, it was an iffy week or two or so. Maybe anywhere he only yeah. two eighty. But yeah, no, he's 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 still plugging away. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Cleveland is one of those. Well, we're you know, I don't know. Savale is pitching well, but not fantasy wise because he just has a, he's developed. He's got the split finger he's messing around with now, which is like yeah, terrible for those K numbers that you know he's ground balls are great, outs are awesome, yeah, fantastic, um, fantastic, yeah. Although I, I he says he hasn't been horrible. No, I mean, no, he's yeah. No, I mean I. I I guess it's definitely Cleveland's pitching that's keeping them in there as usual, keeping them in the hunt. I mean, that's a good call. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have guessed. I would not have thrown Cleveland in or like the Cleveland hat in the ring to win the division before the season. Yeah. It was when La Russa, oh, we'll see. It's early yet, but it was when La Russa came on that I was like, no, this is not good. This <laughs> yeah, is bad. Not good. This is, this is oh, this, the vibes of this is terrible. So, um, yeah, I mean, normally I would I would st- steer clear of like wholesale criticizing a manager uh, some of the decisions that they make, maybe you know during game or not knowing the rules or keeping guys in too long. <clears throat> but it really does. It, he he really is doing all of those things. <laughs> like he really just uh, it's just bad all around. And yeah, I'm, I, I'm only, I'm not saying anything about the positive things, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes he's fine, I guess, as a manager, but, but I also don't really like him as a person either. So it's kind of hard, <laughs> kind of hard yeah. to blend. The two. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's no good. It's no good for Tyler and myself either, but we'll see, we'll see if they can keep going. I mean, they have, you know, Madrigal's hitting well, Anderson's hitting well. I mean, they're all, they're all hitting well. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely coming together. Cope checks look pretty good. Um, especially oh, yeah. in that one, that one game they let him start when I mean, he was dynamite. So it's still going to be an uphill battle, but now that the twins look like they're just imploding left, right and center, Kirilov came up, let the world on fire, got injured, got injured. Uh, just the injury bug is, is, I mean, absolutely. it's worse than ever, isn't it? 
Oh, it's out of control. I feel like I read, I feel like I read something from Derek Rhodes on baseball prospectus recently about how there were more IL stints in the first month than there had been in the last couple of years, maybe even further back, but like, it's, you could see the line was steeper than it ever had been. So, yeah, no, it's no good. good. It's no good at all. But yeah, with, uh, you know what? I'm just going to take a two second pause here. We're going to bring in the sponsor, bring it right back. Hey, Alex Fast here, and thanks for listening to this podcast on the Pitcher List Podcast Network. If you're a fan, consider supporting all of us by getting a PL Plus subscription, where you're going to get an ad-free website and get access to our Discord, where you can talk to all of our podcast hosts and staff. Plus, you can hang out with our incredible Pitcher List community. It's basically a baseball sanctuary year-round for as low as $8 a month. You can sign up at PitcherList.com backslash plus, and you're going to get your first month free with promo code podcast also don't forget to check out everything else we do as well from youtube videos live streams newsletters off-season articles tiktoks breakdowns over 15 baseball podcasts on our network we can't stop talking about baseball even during the off-season so sign up for pl plus today at pitcherlist.com backslash plus and use promo code podcast to get your first month free all right thanks for listening let's get back to the show and we're back. Thank you very much to Manscaped for sponsoring this. And I'm not sure if we got the Alex Fast or the Nick Pollock reading, but either one is very in your face. Um, so I can't wait to find out. Can't wait to find out when I listen to this podcast. Because, yes, I do listen <laughs> to my own podcast. Um, do you? You know, I, said, I just it's I, fr- frankly, I do it for the I want to see what the ad was. I want to see like how that goes. Oh. And then I want to see uh, if I blew anything. Um, okay. and then I, uh, and frankly, it's just like, it, it's something that I put on in the morning in the background to be like, let's just test. Cause then I'm new at this. So I'm trying to like get better. And there's just some times when in the moment it just, it feels different and sounds different. Um, yeah, yeah I'm like, too scared. I'm too chicken to go back and listen to them. I've probably done, I, I don't know, 20, 20 something episodes. I don't think I've gone back and listened to a single one. Cause that, I, I don't want to go back and overanalyze it because I, I will do that. Like I'd have kind of a, like uh, I have shown like perfectionist type tendencies in the past. It's kind of an engineering brain of mine. And I I'm sure I go back and listen and go, no, that sucks. No, that's, Oh God. No, that's terrible. Take it down. <laughs> take it down. Take it down. <laughs> have, uh, have half as many episodes up as I do now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. Um, I'm proud of you for doing that. I mean, I, yeah, I wanted to check it out. I, you know, I don't like when I when I was first starting. I definitely, oh man, this is crazy. I'm gonna yeah. go on Apple. I'm gonna press that button, and then I'll be blah 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 blah. All yeah, it is like, cool. It is right. Cool. Like that is cool. And you know, now it's a little bit more like, oh, if I'll get to that, I'll listen to that, or like I put it on in the morning, like uh, while I'm getting getting going on work, just to, like see if I can hear anything or whatever it is. Um, yeah. There's definitely been a few times where I'm like, did I actually say, I might have to go amend that. I might have to go make a comment on Twitter about that being wrong or something like that. But yeah. I, I think as I go, I'll, I'll listen to less and less and get back to listening to other people and trying to actually inform myself instead of just going down a narcissistic hole. Um, <laughs> but you I know. only listen to podcasts with my voice in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what I'm doing this for uh around the world in 80 days um 
with me, myself, and I on a boat. Okay, Magellan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fantastic. Okay. Um, well, you know, we're, we were talking about Logan Gilbert like 15 minutes okay. ago. And yeah. um, <clears throat> I think expectation-wise, I think the thing with Gilbert, which other pitchers might not might not experience, is I don't think he, they're going to let him go super deep into games for a while. Um, and I, that, that generally goes without saying for like young pitchers. Right. But with, with the pitch mix that he already has developed, um, with the four pitches being relatively advanced and his ability to throw them all for strikes, <clears throat> I think that he could experience a little bit of that first and second only time through the order type of stuff. And he has the velocity that plays the movement that plays, and if he's only going three, four innings to start, you know, until he really ramps up and maybe they'll let him go a little bit. Uh, I think that he will, I think that his numbers have a chance to look a lot better and maybe increase his value for years down the road uh, for next year specifically. But it, it also seems like the kind of situation where Seattle's not likely to, to maintain, you know, I think they've actually dipped below 500, they're 18 and 19. But I don't see I don't see them, you know, they're they have historically pushed a lot of other prospects up quickly um, and it hasn't worked out. So I think that with with that's one of the reasons that they're a little bit, you know, even with Kellenic doing all he's doing, they're still sort of like, all right, well, you force the issue. You hit like a million multi hit games in a row to start the year. So and everyone sees it now. So we have to do something. And then we had that horrible incident at the beginning of the year with the Zoom call. <clears throat> so yeah Kellen yeah that feels like ages ago but that was very recently it does yeah so Kellenic has forced the issue and you know Gilbert I mean he he ripped up double a you know what I mean like he absolutely destroyed double a there was no 288 ERA 56k he only allowed he only allowed two home runs in 50 innings in double a so yeah I, th- I think that's pretty I mean that's good <laughs> yeah it's good um yeah, I mean, he doesn't. He actually doesn't really allow that many home runs, which is something that I think really speaks to his uh, his craft um, for sure right now. So I don't know. I I give him. Uh, I, I think he's going to, especially with with what we're seeing this year with strikeouts, allegedly because of the baseball and the secondary stuff he has. I I, I just think we could see pretty gaudy numbers in sort of that short burst type of stuff. You know, kind of similar to what you are seeing a little bit out of not not stat line wise, but usage wise in terms of Ryan Weathers. Um, and they, they did let him go a few extra innings and then maybe they paid for it that one star where they had to pull him immediately because they were worried about some injury. But then he's come back right. and been a little bit of a crush and thrown three innings here and there. So I just I, that's sort of what I see. So I think if Gilbert's only going one or two times through the road, through the order, um, with his with his command and his arsenal i think i think the numbers could be pretty significant but in terms of like fantasy impact it's not going to be huge because it's not going to be that much volume um right i don't know i just don't i don't see him getting blown up i guess i i don't see him getting daniel lynched i don't either i don't either and maybe because i don't maybe they just won't won't, like you said they won't let that happen they won't let him go too deep but yeah, I don't. I have a little bit more. I have more confidence in him. To to counter that a little bit, though, he did throw. I have a note here. I think he threw ninety four pitches. I mean, that was in 
No, that's Gore. I'm looking at the wrong, looking at the wrong dude here. Uh, he only threw 67 pitches. He went five innings, but he was still throwing. I mean, he's still throwing gas. He's throwing 95 in the fifth inning. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so maybe he could build up a little bit, but yeah, that's probably realistic. I mean, if you can withstand the potential, you know, wave of adjustment and maybe it's tough for his first couple starts and then uh, maybe in some sort of flexible role, maybe he grabs a win every once in a while or something like that. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't know though. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be super. Yeah. I mean, how, how he's used like two, three, four starts into this, uh, to this call up. And if, if he even lasts that long, I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's no reason that he has to stay up. They could just decide to, <laughs> to, to try him out, fill in a role, learn some stuff and put him back down. You never know. Um, I don't know that, but don't you think that, I don't know this for, this is all speculation, right? I would think at this point with Kelnick and Gilbert coming up, not right at the beginning, right. And the whole thing with, with, with the Mather call and there being yeah. so much scrutiny on this, it almost seems like now that they're here and it's kind of this spectacle, right. And it's either you know, like, it's a big night with them both coming up or a big weekend, I guess, let's say, I would almost think that they're, unless they're really bad, <laughs> unless like a really 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 struggle i would think they would stay up for the whole time for the rest of the season right i would think i mean i i that would be my if i had to put money down that's where i would bet on uh especially with kellenick um because yeah. the the other outfield options right now in seattle are all pretty brutal um yeah um, man my my guy taylor Tremel start yeah. he had a couple good had a nice run there and and I still think he will. I still think he will figure it out. But right now, it's just it's bad. Yeah, bad. And I mean, they they, they got Hanniger back, and he's been he's been playing well. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna blank on his name right now. Marma Marmolejos. Um, but they just they just have a lot of uh, Marmolejos. Marmolejos. That's what it is. Yeah, Marmolejos. Um, it, it, they don't have anything there that is worth. <laughs> frankly, the negative fanfare they'd received for sending Kellenic down and not letting him figure that out. But have, have it, you, yeah. have you, yeah. Have you been able to watch any of, any of like his at bats uh, this year so far? Kelnick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I watched a couple of those against Gore and he oh, yeah, looks, right, right. he looks extremely confident. He's just got the little bit of like wiggle while he's up there. And Gore went right. At, let's just take his first at bat. Gore went right after him. Uh, I think he got into a one-two count and totally. And Kelnick's totally unfazed. Actually, every at bat I've seen of him, and like I've said before, it's not it's not in person, but I imagine it's he's the same. It's the same feel. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't seem to get rattled. Doesn't matter what the count is. Doesn't matter who's pitching. He uh, he keeps that shoulder in. I think I think he got I think he went down one two maybe fouled a couple off in that first at bat and stayed in there and just and poked one right up the middle. I mean, that's just I mean we also we know he can we he can hit bombs too. You know I think he's gonna. I'm I'm always a little skeptical even with guys like him right. There's, there's some sort of adjustment period where it it get it, you know it's hard. You know it's a new clubhouse a new stadium whatever yeah expectations the whole thing yeah right especially with him right 
you got to think that he knows that there's a lot riding on his on his shoulders for the fran- you know as a franchise you know as the face of it you know for a while you yeah. know for the next however many years but yeah there's a lot of talk about him being uh, you know the candidate for the rookie of the year and i mean if he can keep having at bats like i've seen you know the handful i've seen down in the minors this year i i I think the, there's definitely validity to that. He's, he does seem like one of the uh, – he seems like that there's there's potential for him to come up and have pretty immediate impact and not really have one of those, you know, tough off the gate, struggly type of type of debuts. And that's so. – yeah, I mean, I, I hope so too. I, I Seattle's waited a long time to, mm-hmm. to be really good at baseball again, and they're very close – and yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's sort of, he's leading the ship, if you will, um, into the storm. <laughs> and uh, it also works because we're talking about the Mariners. Oh my goodness. Ooh, fancy. Man. All coming together, man. <laughs> it is all coming together. It is all coming together. Um, and so, you know, but in Julio's not going to probably, I don't think Julio's coming up this year. No, Elvi Marta obviously is far away. Uh, I don't think any of the other pitchers necessarily, like they started Kirby in high A. Um, and obviously I don't think Hancock is, 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 is likely to come up at all. There's, that seems like very unrealistic. Uh, so, you know, it's really going to be the Kellenic and Gilbert show this year in terms of uh, prospect debuts for, uh, for the Mariners of that, you know, that upper crust that they have of like the top six, seven guys. Um, you might see like Cal Raleigh, uh, come up this year for, you know, and do a little catching stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I don't know. I don't want to, it's, it's hard. I don't want to come on and be like, yeah, he's just going to be incredible. Like, uh, like all these other, like Soto was, or like Acuna was, or, or is, and all these things. But right. I don't know, man, I, I totally agree with you when it comes to watching his at bats, like it's, it's different. Um, and it's, yeah. it's there's, there's guys who play with like a swagger and there's guys that play like, you know, almost I feel like jazz Chisholm is a little bit of a good example of this. Like he plays with a lot of confidence and a lot of swagger and he's good. He's very good, but he also swings and misses a whole bunch has giant holes in his swing. Like he can be exploited. And from what I've seen so far in watching as, as much, you know, Kellen, as I, as I have been able to, he just doesn't have any of that. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's making minute bad adjustments. He's like, he's never, like you said, he's never overwhelmed. He's never lost his cool. And the losing, the losing of the cool. And one thing I've, I, I actually, when I was watching a lot of Mackenzie Gore before the season, and it's, it's sort of, I'd be interested to get your, your take on it. Um, and especially in like this last start, <clears throat> but Gore has not seemed to, and I mean, this can go, this can break a lot of ways in terms of how athletes respond to their own emotions, but like gorgeous has not seemed to be able to hold it together when things start to unravel for him. And, and that can be not getting a couple calls on the corners that can be bloop stuff dropping in and extending innings that can be errors. You know, like I saw him not really respond positively in terms of like the next couple of batters you know, after a, like a, you know, a, a minor league error was made behind him. Uh, and so that is something that in that, and that's, again, he's 22, right? Like that's another reason we yeah. have to wait for 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 some of these guys to mature because that is something that just to just to sort of bring it back to Kellenic, like he doesn't have that. Like I don't think Kellenic is breaking bats over his knees when he strikes out or gets fooled that one time. He like just learns from it and and you know torches the guy the next at bat. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, Gore's young. Hopefully, he can. Hopefully, he can. Hopefully, he just settles in. Really, I mean, in this last start, it was noticeable that, and may, and maybe this effect, maybe this was really affecting Rod. I I saw him go back to that, uh, you know, those spikes to clean his, you know, like behind the mound to clean his spikes off. I don't know if there was mud or something like that, but I saw him do that five or six times. You could tell that that he maybe that wasn't he maybe that he wasn't like visibly upset about it but that that was something that was bugging him while he was pitching who knows maybe that had something to do with it as well um yeah we'll wait and see i i hope he just gets into a groove soon yeah no i agree and it's it's early yet i mean it's one you know it's one start it's one early start <laughs> yeah. so let's let's all calm down i mean yeah, it's 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 fun to of the early and like I said, I'm impatient, so I've already picked up a whole bunch of like dudes who have had a couple of good starts in the minor leagues. And I mean, have you, uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, I mean, I, I tried to acquire Alec Manoa many places because um, he struck out twelve dudes, and you know, uh, who else is another guy? Oh, you know, so when I when I traded Daniel Lynch today, I was like, hmm, actually, Jackson Coar is like rated higher in a lot of places. I'll just trade Lynch for third and pick up Coar and slot him in because he's having a, he's having a heck of a start to the season. Um, I haven't and, seen, I haven't seen uh, how he's been doing. Or I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't checked stat line on him. Yeah. He's uh, in, in 10 innings. He struck out 14. Uh, he's walked four and he's allowed one run. Like that. So, yeah. Two starts in feeling good. Uh, generating whiffs. Uh, Manoa pitched again and he was pretty fantastic. There wasn't his dynamite. Manoa's actually hit four batters this year already. That's wild. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Well, you know, he's, he's, he's a big man. It does happen. Whatever. I mean, if you're not allowing hits or home <laughs> runs, like just hit a couple of guys, I mean, you know, it's like hit the mascot. It's totally fine. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's very early. So we'll, we got to wait and see on Gore. We got to give him some time to, like you said, settle in, uh, see what's up. Have you seen though, I talked about it last week. We don't talk about it again because he did it again. You seen what Rowanzi Contreras did has been doing? Uh, like he, his name keeps coming up in the discords that I'm in, but I, I haven't checked it out. What's he been up to? He's, well, he's, he struck out 11 dudes uh, again. So he's got uh, his first start was versus DL Hall, and they both went ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hall struck out 10, and uh, and Rowanzi struck out 11. And then wow. he struck out he struck out 11 again in his next start. So he's got 22 Ks through two starts. Uh, and I mean, I, am as a Pirates fan, I'm feeling very good about that Jamison Tyone trade so far. Very, very, good. very good. Somebody actually asked today, uh, in the SP, SP streamer discord about Ronzi, uh, Contreras. And I, I, I almost, I almost typed out check in with caught looking the Roman way on Twitter and see what he has to say. I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> I get in there and say that. I mean, feel free. I've, I've watched both of his starts. It's, it's like, I mean, it's pretty dominating stuff right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's, how old is he? Oh, you know what? He's not old, man. I want to say max 23. Let me check him out. Oh, okay. All right. I got to see Ramsey. No, man, he's 21 and he's Sorry 20. To put you on the spot. No, you're good. I got a computer right here. Woo. Um, <clears throat> that's right, folks. All my knowledge is not inside my own brain. Um, yeah, so he yeah, had 21, 21 in six months. I mean, the velocity is a little bit is is elevated up from what it has been historically, 95s. Um, 
touching a little bit higher than that. If you believe the stadium gun, uh, the breaking stuff is like falling off the table. He's working North and South primarily. He's, you know, it's one of those things like, again, it's one starts, you don't want to get too giddy, but then he does the exact same thing again, where he's just blowing the competition away. And, you know, I, people were a little bit more, myself included, were a little bit more excited about uh, uh, Miguel Yahure just because he seemed like he could slot in and be someone uh, who could contribute this year and just sort of has a little bit of a jack of all trades pitcher, nothing like he's never going to be amazing, but he's, he's, you've got a high floor as what it sort of looked like. And then, yeah, Kanan, Kanan Smith, uh, Najigba, uh, he had a great game last night. So, I mean, it just looks like when I look at all the trades that the pirates made this year, yeah. so far, Josh Bell is justifying the return we got for him, which is, yeah. you know, not, not, not bad things, but just, nothing elite, you know, when you, when you consider that little stretch that Josh Bell had, what we got for Musgrove is yet to really, we'll see how that works out with Hudson head. There's less, a long way away, but, but Bednar has been pretty good out of the pen so far. Um, but when you look at the haul we got for Tyone, considering that, you know, what Musgrove has done and you would think that you would think that Musgrove would garner more in trade because of Tyone's injury history, but it definitely seems like the package we got from, the stingy Yankees and the very, you know, uh, I mean, I, I, I certainly respect Cashman. Uh, he's, he's not just a, I'm buying my players type of thing. I mean, he has, he's found some diamonds in the rough. He's made some really savvy trades, really savvy pickups. And they're always like small little trades. So whenever he, when, when he traded away all those guys, I was like, well, I'm worried a little bit because he doesn't trade away good stuff often. Um, right. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, Hey, I mean, they, maybe they really like Jamison Tyone and that's awesome. Cause I hope they can, they can really, you know, write his, write the ship for him. Um, <clears throat> pun intended. And, um, yeah. And, uh, it's, so good. it's just so good. I mean, I'm a Pirates fan. What are you going to do? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, that, that's, that's been fantastic. Did you, uh, did you also check out DL Hall second start <clears throat> or did, uh, I saw the first couple innings, uh, and then my kid needed something so i had to peace out but he yeah he he's dominant right now i mean this is this is one where the stat line is is really not lying i mean he's throwing a ton of strikes he's getting he's just generating a ton of whiffs this one is the, the second game i watched or the second game was the one that i watched and so it's kind of a weird angle but First of all, I love the flow he's got going. He's got some serious hair at the moment. Oh, the hair is the hair. The hair is beautiful. I mean, there's <laughs> no, there's no other word for it. it it's fantastic. <laughs> I guess I just gave it another word. Um, but he's pumped up out there. He's throwing. He's throwing gas. I mean, I don't. I don't know how legit this is, but I'm pretty sure I heard. The play-by-play guy saying he was throw that the the gun said he was throwing a hundred today, or I think I guess it was yesterday. Wow, eleventh. What's the day? The twelfth. It was down. It was on the eleventh. Um, yeah, man, he was he was whipping it. He was whipping it in there. I mean, I mean that- it, was, it was K after K after K. I mean, I, yeah. I think he, there was one inning he struck out the side, and then they struck out one or two the next, or maybe six four three or something after that, but. Yeah, I mean, I think four of the six at bats I saw, or four of the six outs I saw, were were strikeouts, and it it there nobody was close to hitting it. Yeah, and I mean that's that's the thing with Hall, right? Is about the strikes, and I mean the 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 touching a hundred, 
even if you take two ticks off that, I mean, it's pretty impressive. Uh, the, what I heard in his first start that I watched, because it was against Aronte Contreras, was, was that he was touching 99. So, I mean, maybe there's a little stadium gun in there, but if he's anywhere around those numbers, and he, it, you know, I, I know he walked two guys uh, in his first start. He didn't walk anyone in his second start. Um, and if D.L. Hall has figured out how to not walk guys uh we will probably see him in the major leagues this year at some point because that was really the only thing holding him back yeah and i guess you want to go ahead i just want to build him up a little bit right but i mean if the the things happening in baltimore are very good and if deal hall like yeah that's really all it comes down to is if deal hall has not even gain command, but gain control of that crazy arsenal. And that those, that the, the fastballs at triple digits are even approaching that uh, it's, it's going to be in the major leagues. I think, you know, a cup of coffee type stuff end of the year, maybe give him, give him two innings, three innings or whatever, but man, it's going to be, yeah, right now, double a Northeast Contreras with 22 strikeouts to lead that league and second only to DL hall uh, coming in with 19. Wow. Yeah, I really like him. He was somebody I drafted a lot this offseason. I did a lot of dynasty drafts, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if he was just overlooked or what, or or I just like big, hard-throwing lefties. But, I mean, I watch old games and watching the stuff I have so far this, I mean, two starts. He's just so, He's just so smooth. He's just so in control. And, yeah, like you said, two walks and two starts. It's a good start. It's a, I mean, because yeah, if he if he can hone in on the strike, if he can hone in on the strike zone with that live arm, holy moly! Yeah, it's uh, no, I mean it's 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 crazy. We're talking about so twenty seventeen, ten innings, twenty percent twenty percent walk walk rate. That's uh, not good. Twenty eighteen plummeted to ten percent. Uh, 2019 in 80 innings, you know, he's still, still striking out a bunch of dudes, but the walk rate is 15%. It's two starts. Everyone relax, but it's at 5% right now. And yeah, with a, with a lovely K percentage of 54.3%, very sustainable K percentage. Yeah. But I mean the 5.7% walk rate, that's, that's just pretty unheard of in his uh his minor league track record i mean he's like a he's like a nine strikeout five walk type of guy and actually it is apparently twitter told me it's the anniversary of aj burnett's nine walk no hitter today um wow yeah yeah that doesn't even seem possible anymore i mean i don't know how many wouldn't have seemed possible back then but yeah it was, I definitely remember that coming in, uh, in the fantasy games that I played in because it was like, hit a no hitter. His whip was one. What? What are you talking about? I think, I don't think you're, <laughs> I don't think you're getting good information. He allowed, what are we, yeah, but yeah, he did. Uh, he definitely did. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I deal hole someone I'm going to watch super close. Um, and if he keeps doing this, I'll have to keep mentioning him every week because it's, it's just out of control. Yeah. I mean, who, who's holding, like, who's in his way? you know, in August, who's going to hold him back or or who's holding the fourth and fifth rotation spots. I mean, I I like Dean, I like Dean Kramer in that, in that rotation. I think he's got potential like back end fantasy or back end rotation fantasy value. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I honestly can't even think. I mean, oh, John, I sorry, John Means, right? John, 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 John Means is is definitely John, yeah. yeah. John Means is in the way. <laughs> Matt Harvey's not holding but, him back. But yeah, Matt Harvey. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, Jorge I, I Lopez, know. Bruce Zimmerman. I mean, there's you know they're gonna run some dudes yeah. out there. Michael Bauman might get a might get a look before uh, Fort Hall like. does. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Bauman. I mean, you know, Hall. I think Hall is a, is a good sort of early early season tale of what the off how every year you got to check your your pre-existing you know expectations and understandings of of what prospects are because they change and they evolve um but hall but we're going to get more of that this year than ever before and i think hall is like if he keeps doing this if the control is there that's clearly something that was a target for him to work on in last year's alternate training site that we didn't have access to at all. There's a lot of dudes throwing more gas than they have. There's a lot of dudes, uh, you know, putting more pitches out there and we just, there's going to be so many more surprises this year that it's, it's, it's actually going to be difficult um, at times to sort out what's actually true from what's actually, you know, the noise and the signal, if you will, like who has actually made improvements who is uh who hasn't been found out yet with something they've they've been doing or whatever and hall's control is was the kind of thing i mean you know uh a lot of people slap reliever risk on him because of that and as of right now there's no reliever risk there's like near ace potential upside seems like totally (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i mean you nailed it so i don't know that's uh that's gonna be good I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tomorrow is tomorrow today, whatever, whenever you're listening. Um, or if you're like me and you just listen to yourself the all day long, um, <laughs> you don't even have time to watch Jared Kalanick, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's uh, to every, every congrats to everyone. We made it. Sorry to all the Mets fans who have to watch it. Um, maybe you can go to bed before it even comes on. If you're a Mets fan, because I would, um, Luckily for Mets fans, Pete Armstrong starting well. Francisco Alvarez is killing it. Like there's there there's a lot of bats for the Mets that are doing well to to lessen the blow. Yeah, that, they're gonna be good players. Yeah, and and oh, oh Jacob Degrom's anyway. Too many injuries to talk about. We're not gonna go there. Yeah, but another an, another cool. example of pitchers you have to wait for. Uh, yes, you're right. Very so, good example. Very good example. <laughs> probably, like took... probably the prime example of waiting yeah. on pitchers. So yeah, I guess lessons lessons from the episode. Uh, everyone relax on Mackenzie Gore. Don't just be he he can still be one of the top pitching prospects in baseball and not be performing super incredibly. So give him some patience. Uh, temper expectations on Logan Gilbert. Could be could be something solid. Uh, expect some good strikeouts, but. You know, uh, it's always it's always risky when these top arms come up. And then uh, we're pretty much all in on Kellenic. I think he's going to have immediate impact. It seems like I don't. I feel comfortable stamping my uh, my name on that. Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, before we bring this boat into harbor, do you? Oh <laughs> do you have? <laughs> okay yeah no yeah uh, yep uh-huh. absolutely uh before before we uh turn this boat and put it on its mooring 
for the evening. Um, how <laughs> I can't wait. I gotta I gotta send this to some island nation and let them just yuck it up about it. Um, yeah, this one I'm gonna go back and listen to. I feel like this was good. I'm having fun tonight, man. <laughs> That's good. This one's gonna be number one in Tasmania for sure. There's no oh, no doubts easy. in my mind. Easy. <laughs> no doubts in my mind. Um, yeah. What uh, What are you working on? Uh, anything you're working on right now, uh, uh, article wise, or anything else? I was doing the roundtables at Dynasty Guru, doing trying to get out an episode every week, every other week. So I joined the ranks uh, over there as well. And uh, I'm doing a once a month, like deep, deep Dynasty guys to keep your eye on at SP Streamer. I'm working over there in the Discord as well. Uh, just trying to answer as many questions as I can, uh, as well as I can, which I'm finding um, is not, it's not easy, but it's a lot of fun. It's fun to talk baseball all day. Other than that, uh, we've got Dynasty Divorces is on pause for a little bit. We all kind of just needed to, I know Brett needed a little bit of a break. I needed a little bit of a break too, if I'm being totally honest. Um, it's hard to get, it's hard to get content out on a regular basis, but uh, yeah, just a couple of places. I got my hands on a couple of things and uh, Joe and I actually are, I got to get, I got to get a light of fire under Joe right now. We're both working on a uh, top, 500 obp dynasty rankings right now that should be coming out in the next hopefully in the next week or so It'd be nice yeah uh, so keep an eye out for that well we will man yeah no i i, I it's tough dude i it's i you know i, I try to contribute to those round tables over at the dynasty guru as well um sometimes i just contribute the idea and i'm not actually able to execute any any <laughs> any, any like yeah i think this is a great idea why don't you all write about it um because yeah, it's tough. Life is uh, life is upon us, and like you said, there's so much actual baseball to watch. It definitely felt a lot easier to produce content when there wasn't baseball, which is sort of bizarre, um, right? Like, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. the numbers are the numbers are static. They were static for a year and a half. Yeah. Um, we can, you know, we can we can get together, we can chat. There's no there's no actual baseball distraction, and then baseball hits, and then minor league mm-hmm. baseball hits, and it's like, well, actually. I really just want to watch the baseball. Yeah, uh, right. And <laughs> stuff is changing every hour. There's new. There's new stuff. I'm. I'm. I, I'm still trying to find. If I'm being told this, I'm still trying to find my my niche so I can hone in on w- just a couple things. But right now, there's just there's so much happening right now in the off season. There's relatively you know in comparison very little happening uh to right now and especially because based you know the whole 162 season is back 162 game season and plus you got to sift through what is actually news and what is not you know what is being reported correctly or not uh yeah it's it's kind of a mess but yeah dude but i love it it is it's a beautiful mess it's a beautiful mess yeah with that i feel like uh, if anyone's still listening, I got to let them know that they, I, I'd probably, I'd be picking up Corbin Martin right now. Um, if I, uh, if I had Zach Allen and he just went down with an injury, Ooh, good one, Corbin Martin, he's, he started well, this, he's already got, we well, got 14 Ks through like 9.2 innings, uh, to start the year. He, uh, he, he would, the, the pitching matchups to start wouldn't necessarily be favorable, but Again, it sort of like comes back to who's holding it back in Arizona. And if Arizona thinks that they have a little bit of stuff going, they're about now to maybe get Cattell Marte back. Uh, Rojas is, is hitting well. Pavin Smith is doing pretty solid. So mm-hmm. um, there really isn't – I mean, I don't think they're going to give John Duplantier another – Duplantier, Duplantier. 
another uh, another turn. Uh, I don't think they're going to bring Caleb Smith back into the rotation. I think it really could be could be a Corbin Martin situation. And for as I really hope Gallon is just fine and actually needs rest and doesn't need surgery, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah. So just a little just a little last second plug for Corbin Martin pickups. Uh, now that I have successfully picked him up in all of my leagues, everyone else can go ahead and do mm. that. Glad we don't play in too many leagues together. I'm making yeah. a note right yes, here. Yes, I am making a note. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you got to read the wins. <laughs> wow. Use that telltale, which is a little string that sits inside the sail. And if it's flat against the sail, it means you're perfectly, your, your sails are trimmed properly to the, to the wind. I, I'm, I'm learning so much from you. <laughs> Feel, feel free to forget it immediately um, and then relearn it when you re-listen to this podcast. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Does that ever happen to you? You, you pod and, and then you're done and you think, what the heck did I just talk about for an hour and a half? I feel like that happens to me quite frequently. Yeah. You just, you, you're along for the ride, gripping and ripping. For the ride. Yeah. I got, I got, I got my Genesee honey brown, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, we will call it a night. Uh, check out Taylor on Twitter at T cases loaded. Very fancy Twitter handle. Uh, you can catch me at cut looking V instead of a U, uh, the Roman way as it were. Um, and uh, yeah, you can catch the pod at on the farm PL and you can catch all the pitcherless pods at pitcherless pods. Check them all out. They are they're getting quirky. They're, uh, they're, they're definitely, they're definitely a fun time. A lot of those pitcherless pods, <laughs> they, uh, we, we get weird with it, a pitcherless for sure, as we have a show tonight. So yeah, uh, everyone happy Jared Kellenic day, happy Logan Gilbert day should be a fun season of prospect debuts left, right, and center or starboard port Afton. Oh man. I'm just, oh, I'm just, I, I can't even do it. Almost. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, anyway, uh, on that note, uh, thanks for coming on tonight, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, everyone enjoy, uh, Jerry Koenig's five home run night tonight. See you later.